Hello, I'm Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group, and I'm joined today by Shirley Insko, who is a senior analyst at IT Group, covering financial fraud and consumer compliance. And, and Shirley's volunteered very kindly to talk about uh, one of the 2019 predictions that herself and other IT Group analysts have come together to publish. And, and that's an acronym I hadn't heard before, which is RPA, or Robotic Process Automation. So, Shirley, first of all, can you just define what RPA is? Robotic process automation is, is simply automating repetitive manual tasks that have to be done repetitively. And so it really helps improve operational efficiency to automate that and not have to have a human being doing these same tasks over and over again. So, I mean, clearly there is a benefit in things like fraud investigations because there's a serious problem of burnout of the analysts that are in this field. Can you give some examples of particularly good um, case studies or areas where uh, RPA is applicable? Oh, sure. There, there are so many examples, Nick, but I'll, I'll mention a couple uh, briefly. So one is just the process of actually accumulating all of the information that a fraud investigator needs in order to work a case. And, you know, these investigators have to go to a lot of different um, systems within their financial institution, and they also often go to different websites to accumulate data. You can use RPA to automate all of that and have the data ready for the investigator when that case is open so that it's all there and in the case management system and this, uh, the investigator, he or she, can just review that data and get started. So, for example, I spoke to an executive recently who told me that his staff spends about 80% of their time accumulating data and only about 20% of their time actually analyzing and acting on the data. With robotic process automation or RPA, I believe that you can reverse those percentages so that you know, 20% of the time is spent accumulating data and 80% is spent analyzing and acting on it, thereby making the investigators far more efficient and also making their jobs more um, enjoyable. I was going to say that that's, that's far more fulfilling than, than you know, certainly just doing oh, time-consuming tasks. Yeah, those, those manual, time-consuming, repetitive tasks are just not fun for anybody. And right. so automate that and let people do the things they enjoy. And and apply their skill sets. So I, I can give another quick example, and that comes to um, communications about a case. So for example, if you're, particularly if it's a large dollar potential loss, there are internal people within the bank who want updates constantly, particularly if it's gonna hit their cost center as an expense if it's charged off. And of course, customers want to be kept updated as well. And so RPA can be used to automate these uh, updates and communicate internally and externally where the case stands, what the current status is, what steps are being taken, whatever information can be shared or that you would want to share can be automated. And this would really improve the customer's uh, experience. It would also cut down on the number of incoming calls asking the investigator for updates that can sometimes literally preclude you from actually doing the work because there are so many calls coming in asking what's happening. It sounds like to me that this is some kind of a subset of machine learning and AI, which are, again, other acronyms that are extremely prevalent right now in the cybersecurity and fraud space. So, I mean, where does it fit into that ecosystem? 
It, you're exactly right. It fits in very well because it, it's a step, I would say it's a step before um, AI because there's no artificial intelligence. It's literally looking at what a human being does today that's repetitive, that's manual, you know, the same steps that are taken over and over again and automating those steps. So there's no artificial intelligence involved. It's just automating those time-consuming tasks that have to be done repetitively. So look, we are looking forward into, obviously, the coming year at this point. So why do you think 2019 is going to be the year of RPA? I believe that uh, we have seen a shift with fraud so that it is truly becoming a competitive issue in the market. And financial institutions who are doing a good job managing fraud investigations and fraud overall are gaining a competitive advantage. They're able to provide better customer service. Even if they're not always able to protect their customers against fraud, they provide better service in handling that um, situation as it arises. And so I believe that RPA is the next logical step in improving the customer experience as it relates to fraud, but more importantly, in a sense, also improving operational efficiency. I think for many years, banks have been throwing bodies at the problem, and you can't keep just hiring more and more people indefinitely. So at this stage, I think it's important that a lot of these processes be automated so that, again, staff can use their skills and apply those skills and not spend a lot of time doing manual uh, repetitive tasks. Right. And, and as we alluded to as well, it is probably beneficial in, in job satisfaction and, and reducing that Absolutely. burnout that's so prevalent. Yeah. Well, and reducing turnover, which is also very expensive. Absolutely. Well, Shirley, thanks very much for your insights here. That's, I think, a fascinating topic. That's Shirley Insko, who is a senior analyst at ITA Group. And for Information Security Media Group, I'm Nick Holland.